When one looks into history and to the monumentous events that have shaped our world, it is commonplace to appreciate and accept the great writers, scholars and archaeologists' interpretations of such events to be factual. Crucial moments such as the First and Second World Wars, as well as specific incidents and or people who have changed the course of history, are often portrayed in similar ways, depending on the scenario or teaching. The premise, to an extent, poses no issue when studying the past, attempting to learn from it as we progress and evolve towards the future, here in this little world of ours. However, with the rise of the internet, social media, and more recently, attempts to rewrite historical events in the name of a specific cause or argument, such information can be unlearned, misconstrued, or indeed forgotten. With an endless flow of facts, stories, and knowledge at our fingertips, we must tread carefully when we attempt to understand where we came from and where we are going as a species. In this video, we'll be investigating the ongoing theory that human beings did not appear and evolve here on Earth, but were actually created as a breed of creatures by a migrated alien race thousands of years ago. Could it be that an extraterrestrial civilization was the cause of our creation? If so, where did we come from? And how does this change our outlook and understanding of history? Let's delve in to the mystifying possibility that we are in fact the aliens. As always, hit those lights, sit back, and enjoy. As ever, it's worth taking a step back from such a massive claim to try and ascertain where in fact it stemmed from and what initial traction it garnered before exploding onto our television screens and scientific journals. The concept of an alien race visiting our planet before humans were created is a bold and ambitious tale. However, scientific communicator and astrophysicist Carl Sagan decided to speculate on the subject alongside his esteemed colleague, Losef Shaklovsky. In 1966, both men co-authored the book, Intelligent Life in the Universe, stating, A description of the morphology of an intelligent non-human a clear account of astronomical realities, which a primitive people could not acquire by their own efforts, or a transparent presentation of the purpose of the contact would increase the credibility of the legend. Sagan, who attended the University of Chicago, earned a bachelor's and master's degree in physics in 1955 and in 1956 respectively, as well as a doctorate in astronomy and astrophysics in 1960. From 1960 to 1962, he was a fellow in astronomy at the University of California, Berkeley, and from 1962 to 1968, he worked at Harvard University and the Smithsonian Astrophysical Observatory, becoming a controversial figure amongst the scientific and religious communities for his comments and theoretical lectures. One of the stories that Sagan discussed and proposed was in relation to the legend of Oans, the mythical creature that originated from Sumer the earliest recognized civilization in history. Sumer is classed as a significant historical region of southern Mesopotamia, where it's understood that the Sumerian civilization first rose and flourished around 4000 BCE, approximately 6000 years ago. Oans was an apparent half-man, half-fish entity that ascended from the remote regions of the Persian Gulf, which bordered Babylonia, and is described as having the body of an extraordinary large fish with both fish and human heads and feet. 
From his ascendancy, Oans lavished the earliest known Sumerians with art, lettering, knowledge of construction, and the intelligence to create laws amongst its population. Sagan writes, stories like the Oans legend, and representations especially of the earliest civilizations on the earth, deserve much more critical studies than have been performed heretofore. With the possibility of direct contact with an extraterrestrial civilization as one of the many possible alternative interpretations. These include similar alien-like entities who regularly surveyed the progress, health and well-being of the Sumerians in those early years. This collective group of creatures were known as the Apkalu. They are described as being gigantic beings with horns, wings and have a variety of superpowers that controlled all aspects of the land, sea and humanity as a whole. Another leading name in the ancient alien hypothesis is that of Zakaria Sitchin. Born to a Jewish family in Baku, the capital of then Soviet Azerbaijan, Sitchin grew up in mandatory Palestine, now known as the State of Israel, before obtaining a degree in economics from the University of London. After moving to New York City in 1952 and working as an executive for a shipping company, the soon-to-be author managed to teach himself Sumerian cuneiform, which is a logo syllabic script, which was used to write several languages of the ancient Middle East. His interest in archaeology and ancient mysteries continued, where he visited and studied historical sites and landmarks before turning his attention solely to the alien ancestry theory, as well as Earth's origins. Sitchin's understanding of our genealogy and background have been developed, accumulated and published in seven books, named The Earth Chronicles. His signature premise and notoriety stems from his thoughts and interpretations of the ancient Sumerian culture, known as the Anunnaki, a godlike breed of alien beings who originated from the mystical planet of Nibiru, which has been nicknamed the Non-Existent Planet or Planet X. Sitchin's books have sold millions of copies worldwide and have been translated into more than 25 languages. It is said, through a generalized interpretation and translation of Mesopotamian religious texts, that the planet of Nibiru passes by Earth every 3,600 years, where the Anunnaki visit our shores to study and investigate our progress as a species. In one of his published volumes titled The End of Days, Sitchin calculated the last known passing of Nibiru was taking place in 556 BC. If this is the case, the rogue planet is expected to arrive again around the year 2900. However, it was his debut volume named The Twelfth Planet, where the author dived into the concept vigorously, claiming the twelfth planet beyond Neptune is host to the Anunnaki, a claim that brought him massive success ridicule and a cult-like following. Perhaps the reason for developing such a large, dedicated audience is that his summarized explanations go against the grain of spirituality, religion, and generalized scientific theory by questioning the status quo in relation to archaeological interpretation and that of history and literature. Sitchin's approach has certainly got people talking and pursuing an alternative understanding of evolution and indeed the cosmos. For those who either believe, question or discuss mythological narratives and folklore, the Anunnaki is rapidly becoming a focal point of study, alongside Greek and Nordic legend. As before the Greeks began praising Zeus or the Egyptians worshipped Osiris, the god of the deceased, 
the Sumerians are said to have honoured the gods of the Anunnaki. Sitchin believes that these impressive entities not only brought the blueprint of humankind to Earth, but other technological feats such as the invention of the plough, and also assisted the Sumerian people with the concept of time and timekeeping. The story goes that the Anunnaki came to Earth approximately 450,000 years ago in search of gold and other minerals, which could have been used to restore the atmosphere on their own planet of Nibiru. The mining of such commodities beginning in the region of Africa, unable to continuously dig for such material in a constructive manner, the Anunnaki designed a lower race of engineered slaves that could work longer and as a collective force. Thus it's believed that human beings, or homo sapiens, were genetically created for this purpose. Though it may not seem to be the case in today's modern world of politics, social class and human beings' ignorant assumption that we are top of the so-called food chain and control our planet's destiny, the story concludes that we are merely servants of these extraterrestrial beings from Nibiru. In terms of physical evidence to support the theory posed by the likes of Sitchin and others, we can attempt to decipher this through the star maps of the Sumerian civilizations, which have miraculously been excavated and preserved. These ancient tablets display inscriptions and descriptions of the stars and planets by astronomers who were educated or instructed by their masters to observe and calculate the patterns of the cosmos. It goes without saying that the technology, hardware or knowledge of the outer limits of space and star constellations were non-existent at the time, so how could they identify such a vast area out with their own vicinity? Sitchin states the following. Sumerians lacked telescopes and couldn't see Uranus and Neptune's orbits that the route maps from Nibiru to Earth show. Nibirian dicted maps accurately detail the entire Earth from space, a perspective impossible for ancient Sumerians on their own. One of these fascinating star maps is located within the Royal Library of Ashurbanipal, named after Ashurbanipal, the last great king of the Assyrian Empire. The building, which showcases an extraordinary array of more than 30,000 clay tablets and fragments dating back to the 7th century BC, displays a 350 to 50 BCE Babylonian cuneiform tablet translated in 2015 that accurately details the location of Jupiter. What is so intriguing about this piece is that it not only pinpoints the position of the gas giant planet, but it's unbelievably accurate in its calculative description regarding its orbit, thereby baffling scientists and astronomers alike. The library also contains the celebrated and fantastically preserved poem, The Epic of Gilgamesh, which is considered to be one of the oldest written texts in all of human history. Much like Milton's Paradise Lost and Virgil's Aeneid, the Epic of Gilgamesh recounts the tale of the hero king of ancient Mesopotamia as he travels across the land, dealing with an array of emotions as well as encountering gods, dangerous beings, and ultimately death. The study of these works is ongoing and becoming increasingly worthwhile with each interpretation and examination. Despite developing a massive following of fans, readers, and students, Sitchin also attracted many critics and skeptics of his works and theories, most of which were rejected by leading scientists and historians. Many doubt his analysis and fault finders have publicly lambasted his methods 
as being mistranslated or ignorant of existing historical academia. From an astronomical standpoint, senior scientist of NASA, David Morris, states that Nibiru is not real and there is no 10th planet. Dr. Michael S. Hessier, who passed away early 2023 and who held a PhD in the Hebrew Bible and Semitic languages was also a skeptic. He was an American Biblical Old Testament scholar and Christian author with extensive training in ancient history and argues that there is no mention of a connection between the Anunnaki and that of the mysterious Nibiru planet in the majority of ancient texts. Another more recent name to hit the spotlight regarding matters of ancient aliens and our place in the cosmos is that of Graham Hancock. Born on the 2nd of August 1950 in Edinburgh, the writer has worked his way up the ladder of pseudo-scientific theories involving ancient civilizations and lost lands, a speculation that has gained him fame and criticism in equal measure is the possibility that an advanced Ice Age civilization was destroyed in a major disaster, and that those who survived the catastrophe passed on their knowledge to hunter-gatherers, giving rise to the earliest known civilizations of ancient Egypt, Mesopotamia, and Mesoamerica. Having studied sociology at Durham University, Hancock took time to work as a journalist for multiple newspapers in the United Kingdom, before writing the books that propelled him and his theory into the public sphere. Appearing on major network television and radio shows, Hancock is adamant that historical records of past events and of ancient civilizations are either incorrect or flawed in their narrative. Though he states, I'm not an academic, I am not an archaeologist, I am a writer, communicating ideas to the public. The former journalist is taking his theoretical hypotheses on the road, discussing such probabilities with students, scholars, and historians across the educational board. In 2015, his book, Magician of the Gods, discusses the notion of a future flood or comet strike that seemingly occurred 12,000 years ago, the last remaining evidence of which pointed towards a similar cataclysm occurring again, which makes one question, or link this to, the ancient alien proposal. Hancock writes, the other thing that almost always goes with these myths is the notion of an antediluvian civilization, something which existed before the flood and was destroyed by it. I couldn't see any good reason why these universal myths shouldn't be a memory of that event, yet I found that this idea hadn't been explored. Similar to Sitchin, Hancock has had his fair share of criticism and questioning with regards to his works and beliefs. However, not too long ago, a piece of evidence has popped up to support his theory. India's National Institute of Ocean Technology announced that it had discovered ruins of an ancient city 25 miles off the coast of Gujarat. As the search goes on to find these ancient lost cities, Hancock has been passed the baton to lead the argument that perhaps we have never, in fact, been alone, stating, now that we have a clear probability of large cities at the bottom of the Gulf of Cambay and other structures in southeast India that are 9,000 to 10,000 years old, the logic goes away. Pretty incredible. And so, this is where this episode will end. As we continue to make amazing progress in technology, archaeological treasures, such as ancient ruins and or tablets, are most likely to be located and studied better than ever before. 
in a world where history is constantly being rewritten, misunderstood and disbelieved. The possibility that our ancient ancestors arrived from another planet and purposefully created us for their own use is not beyond the realms of possibility. With each new tablet, script or treasure that is found, alongside the work that NASA and others are doing, maybe we may discover more about ourselves than we do about extraterrestrials and the cosmos. We hope you've enjoyed this video and we'd love to hear your thoughts on all of this in the comments section below. Do you think humans were brought here by the Anunnaki and that there were ancient civilizations who lived long before humans? Comment an alien emoji in the comments section below with a thumbs up if you believe this to be true or a thumbs down if you do not believe this theory. Thanks for watching and as always, keep searching.